Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. Welcome back to the show. I'm delighted to be with you again today. And we are going to look at buying and selling real estate on terms. Zachary Beach is an Amazon best-selling author of The New Rules of Real Estate Investing, and he is the host of not just a transaction podcast, as well as he is a co-host of the Smart Real Estate Coach podcast. In addition, he is a partner and COO and a coach at Smart Real Estate Coach. Zachary, tell us about a memorable experience that helped you to be who you are today. Hey, Alan, thanks for having me on here. Super, super grateful to spend some time with uh, your enlightened investors here. It, it's funny that one of the biggest, biggest events that's ever happened in my entire life happened when I was very small. I was actually 12 years old. And I walked into a, a Latin class because I didn't want to take any other languages in middle school, which makes no sense. I should have learned Spanish or French or, or something that I could utilize today. But instead, I, opted into a to Latin class, the, the only dead language. Uh, and as I walked in to that class, I noticed a very beautiful blonde uh, girl at the time. And her name is Kayla. And at that time is where I met my soon-to-be wife uh, when I was 12 years old. Wow. Now, that's significant because she certainly has been my support through many different uh, things, challenges I've had in my life when I've gone through uh, challenges with drug abuse and drug use to uh, being one of the conduits to me getting involved in real estate as I ended up partnering with my father-in-law, Chris, who is definitely one of the smartest people I knew at the time. And that's really where my real estate journey ended up beginning when I was about 24 years old and I left the world of bartender and personal training. So she that moment in time where I met my wife in Latin class is the exact reason and the only path that brings me to to today, spending time with you, Al. Wow. Sounds like quite uh, the journey of ups and downs, disappointments, setbacks, and finally to finding a success. What a fortuitous meeting that must have been. And in such an unlikely place, I, they're just, they're, there cannot be very many middle, middle schools in this country who offer Latin. I am, I'm shocked that there is actually such a class in middle school. And well, it is a dead language, but it is the foundational language of many, many, many of the languages, partially even for, for English. So I'm sure it wasn't a waste of time there. Glad you're with us today, Zachary. And I want to know a little bit here about the beginning processes for any new real estate investor who is looking to go down the road that you particularly you and your business are focused upon. Tell us how a new beginner can get started and what is it, what are their biggest fears that they need to overcome? Well, I'm glad you brought this up because what I've noticed over the past eight years that I've been in real estate investing and have done and participate in over 600 of these creative financing type transactions is that there is no necessarily one path that brings somebody to uh, real estate investing. And I know that you speak to and spend a lot of time with people here 
uh, your listeners are people that are looking to create some additional passive income because they enjoy, say, their W-2 or their corporate position, and they work so hard to get there. Uh, so we have many people that come from that exact space or have come from a space in which they have real estate investing you know, background as well. So when I look at the, the beginner uh, and even just taking the two paths in which me and my partner and father-in-law, Chris, took, he was a real estate broker owner for 18 years and then got involved in the real estate investing. And then myself comes from a zero real estate perspective and was a bartender and personal trainer. So those that just get involved with being brand new into real estate investing, there's really just a couple of pieces that come into play. Uh, first and foremost, the inkling or the, the thought of become a real estate investor has to be strong enough for you to want to put in the effort to not only do your research, uh, find a niche that you want to be involved in. I mean, there's, I would say, many different niches now to get involved in real estate investing. So first of all, is finding the one that fits best your personality, wants to reach your goals. But then secondly, committing to that actual niche because the barrier to entry in real estate investing, in real estate, taking real estate courses or, or attending events, is very, very small, which means that it's very easy to get hit with shiny object syndrome because it's really easy to go buy a course and then let it sit on your shelf or attend an event, you know, get all the, the hoorah, uh, get some nuggets, but never put them into play. So not only understanding which niche you want to be a part of, but then also committing to that niche. And then once you commit to that niche, then it's really about implementing and taking action within that niche as well. Because although, say, your typical audience member of people listening enjoy their W-2 job and eventually want time freedom, financial freedom, there always is that gap in time where there has to be additional dedication where you're actually losing time or even, or really, I should say losing, but investing time and then investing money in yourself in order to gain the knowledge or get into the right network or put yourself in the right position to be able to now be an investor. So the long-term play is to become financially free or, uh, or even finding that time freedom where you can do whatever you want, when you want to do it. But getting involved in real estate takes a heck of a lot of time and effort, especially to be really good at it. So those initial steps are, are, are rather important. Now, what I tend to see when it comes to fear or blocks of people getting involved in real estate is they tend to believe three things that, that can be blocking them. And one is they either don't believe they have enough time to get involved in real estate, or two is they don't believe they have enough money to get involved in real estate, or third is they don't believe they have enough experience to start real estate investing. So the, as those fears kind of uh, compile on top of each other, which we consistently at Smart Real Estate Coach consistently break down those barriers because you don't need to have a ton of time, you don't need to have a ton of money, and you don't need to have a ton of experience in order to get involved in real estate. So once we break down those barriers, it becomes very simple to then start uh, finding uh, motivated sellers, communicating with motivated sellers, you know, structuring deals, and then putting into play in our world, the creative financing model, where you can now start creating multiple streams of income, you know, cash now, monthly residual income, and really creating wealth down the, the pipeline as well. So once we can get past those barriers, the simplicity uh, of investing starts to come into play. It's just, it's, it's usually sitting up here. That's, that's our biggest block. Zachary, thank you for your honesty and conjunction with that. 
Because there certainly are a lot of shiny objects out there in the real estate world. And there's not only shiny objects out there, there are tons and tons of shysters out there who have developed a program and they're delighted to sell it to you. And in reality, it has very, very little value. In fact, can be very detrimental if you follow down those paths. I totally agree with you, Zachary, that really the best place to start is really to do your own research and to do that in depth. And then, as you mentioned, the next step is actually taking the additional steps to dedicate yourself to learning about investing and how, and that is going to take time. And if you think you're going to have instantaneous success, you're probably going to be disillusioned. But let's go into what you were uh, just talking about, the fears here. And you mentioned three of them, time, money, and expenses. And take a moment here, Zachary, and if you could, if you could just give us a little bit more specifics about how it is that you help people to overcome these uh, three basic fears. Yeah, this is exactly what we spend a, a ton of time on. And we call this bridging the gap, Alan, because really there's so many people. And, and, and it just you know, grows by the day because I spend a lot of time on these, what we call strategy calls with people discovering you know, what uh, their reasons on why they have not, you know, started real estate investing 10 years ago or 20 years ago, or because they got stuck in 08 and they had this awful thing happen to them. Now that they kind of buried their head in the sand and have decided not to make any additional leaps at this point. And yeah. So the three things are, they don't believe they have enough time. So I would guess that a large portion of your audience, especially those that are in a W-2 position or in a corporate position, probably don't believe that they have enough time to dedicate to start real estate investing because it's it, it can be another business, right? And if your number one goal is to create time freedom tomorrow, then you're probably going to look for more of a passive stream of income, which may come into play with some of your other guests. But those that really want to be able to control their own destiny and control their the amount of income that they can create and generate, well, then the creative financing model can be a fantastic way in order for you to do so because you're able to leverage a couple of different ways in which we buy, such as lease options, owner financing, or uh, subject to deals, which in all reality, a lease option is just the ability to control an asset without ownership. Owner financing is the, the seller can become your bank. So you don't go get another loan. The seller is your bank or subject to deals just means that you're leveraging the current debt that's already on the property. You're leaving the mortgage in place. So if you want a more, the ability to control your own destiny with a business that when I say can be part time, but makes full time income, it's what our, all of our students consistently do, but it does take some time and effort in order to build that business on the side while you're while you have a W-2 income, which 90% of the students that we work with are in that position. Uh, they're just looking for control over their destiny in case something happens with their W-2 job as well, right? We always say the old way of thinking when it comes to your corporate job used to be considered the safe, safe way, right? You go, you get a job and you spend 30 years with that company and then you retire off in the sunset. And most people, unless you're not a good employee, would stay in their position and continue to climb the ranks and they wouldn't get fired because they were loyal. That, that's, nowadays, is, that's not the case. People bounce around from job to job, you know, uh, in order to up-level companies, you know, go through upsides, downsizes. So really the safest way that we believe to control your family's financials 
is to develop your own business. And that way you can control the cash flow that comes in out. So we eliminate that, that in a fear of time or believing you don't have enough time because we can show you the systems processes in order to implement them because we have over 50 years of experience inside real estate investing and we already have these things set up. So we're really bridging that gap there to say, hey, you don't gotta go do this on your own. Let's get you returns, franchise type returns with much lower overhead when it comes to that and, and really be able to build your own brain. Then the second piece is most people believe they own enough money to invest in real estate. Now, there's a lot of people that are fortunate enough. They, they've uh, built up and had a really good job, put a ton of money aside, and now they look for passive income. The average American, that's not the case, unfortunately. I'd say the average American, I believe they, they, they say it's like less than $3,000 in their bank account or less than a month's worth of expense. So me becoming a bartender, personal trainer, something I had a bunch of money in my bank. I need to look at alternative ways in order to get involved in real estate. Similar with my father-in-law, Chris and partner. He got crushed in 2008, was, was, had to reinvent himself, had to go look for mentors, coaches, in order to look for alternative ways to get back involved in real estate because he had this debt that he had to pay off in order to get back involved in real estate. So these alternative methods have now been what we've created as our new rules of real estate investing. Now, back then, that was a, that was a necessity. Today, it's a choice. We choose to invest this way because I, I talked about the 600 deals that we did. Not a single one of those did we personally guarantee debt. Side, did they pull our credit? Did we go to get bank loans? You know, so the, that puts you in a very good position, especially in today's, today's shifting of the market, which I don't know if we'll have time to cover that, but what most people are feeling, it, not all of the, the, the metrics are there to prove it yet, but what most people are feeling is that we're going to start going through a, a changing of the market. And when we look at our portfolio and sit there and say, hey, none of this is guaranteed, uh, that we have no personal guaranteed debt, we're, we're, we feel very good in the position because there's only upside for our portfolio and we'll maintain our properties with a, with a large, with large upside, little downside. So, so money, we, we, that, that's another field that we can eliminate. Now, the last one is experience. Now, most people believe that they can't invest in real estate because they don't have the experience to invest in real estate. They don't want to mess up, right? They don't want to, or they don't want to leave money on the table. Well, you know, you optimists are sitting there like, I don't want to do good deals. I just don't want to leave money on the table. Now, your pessimists are sitting there like, well, I, I don't want to do a real estate deal because what happens if now I lose a bunch of money? So we eliminate that, that challenge as well because we have the experience. We can walk you through a process. There's, there's not many coaching programs out there or communities out there or mentors out there that have the experience that are right now still in the trenches doing the deals that can lock arms with you and help you increase that experience. Plus, we're the only coaching program out there in the creative financing space that has a certification process. So when you go through our courses, you now be certified and because we know that if you go through our, our courses, you know more than 95% out of the investors out there in the world of creative financing. So we, have, we help you increase that credibility and that experience as well. So you can navigate the challenges and really capitalize on your investments as well. Well, Zachary, speaking of your coaching expertise and the company that you have built around coaching, how do our uh, viewers and listeners get in touch with you? Yeah, I wanted to make sure that uh, each and every one of uh, the people that listen to this have the ability to start doing their research on us, right? Uh, we talked about that so in order to discover if this is the niche for you. So wanted to make sure that you got our Amazon bestselling book, a hard copy delivered to your house for absolutely free. I don't 
<laughs> I know that your your listeners here are uh, enlightened and, and they're big readers. So I want to make sure that each and every one of you has the ability to grab that book. So all you got to do is go to wickedsmartbooks.com slash investing abundance. So it's wickedsmartbooks.com slash investing abundance. All you got to do is give us your address and we'll go ahead and we'll ship you out that Amazon best selling book free. Start doing your research. And then if you get to that point where you're ready to commit, well, then let's uh, have a next level conversation where you can get into a strategy call as well, where we can help you put this into play. Excellent. And of course, that's in our uh, show notes. So viewers and listeners, enlightened investors, take advantage of that. Zachary, let's go into a little bit more depth here in terms of the coaching program that you offer. And because you actually offer a component that actually goes beyond coaching there. And I want our uh, enlightened investors to really understand what it is that you offer there. Well, thanks for asking, Alan. Uh, obviously, extremely grateful because every time I get to come on one of these podcasts or go on a stage or, or uh, be able to speak to those that are, have a potential to become uh, not only real estate investors, but really be able to change their lives because... As I always look at it, and that is, it's not necessarily about the real estate investing or the the deals that matter. It's it's what it's what allows you the byproduct. What it allows you to do with your life. Most people invest in real estate now because they they want to be deal machines. I know that I I certainly have some great friends that love it. They just love the deals. But most people are doing it because they want time freedom, financial freedom. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to spend time with their kids. They want to develop their relationships better. They want to get into better networks, create a bigger wealth. So. Uh, I just have seen the change that people have got, undergone in our community. And it's been amazing. So I appreciate you being able to let me talk about this here. Now, with our coaching, it's we took it to the next level. We've gone through so many different coaching programs before. And we realized that if you're unable to give you a full immersive experience, that it's very unlikely that you're going to go ahead and be able to... We really, in order for people to be able to implement our systems and our process, we got to give them a full immersive experience and really be able to help them create a three payday system or really be able to help them structure deals that could create that financial freedom. So we lock arms with people, we get in the trenches with them, we help them build out their portfolio by really putting up a mirror to them and, and allowing them to be able to see the different things that are happening and help them navigate the challenges that way they can maximize their profit. So it's not just a, a, a teaching program. It is actually an immersion program. And you are involved with, with everyone through uh, that process from start to finish until they get uh, their feet on the ground and get their own businesses established. Zachary, talk about this establishment of the business and scaling the business to the point where it actually does provide that time freedom and financial freedom. Yeah, I love that you asked because this is what most people, when they, they come and approach us, they eventually want to be able to work part-time in their business and make well, you know, make full-time income or, or really big big types of chunks of wealth. And so we've gone through, I'm a solopreneur, my father, father-in-law started the business. To, we have a family team here. And I would say our family team in itself, I mean, like myself, I spend maybe three to five hours a week in this business. So very much more oversight of the team. I happen to spend time on the acquisitions. My brother-in-law spends the time on the dispositions and my father-in-law and every our partners get together in order to look at our portfolio and that control. So 
We will show you how to launch the business, to scaling the business, to, to firing and hiring the teams, and then really be able to control your portfolio, which controlling the portfolio is really what establishes that long-term wealth. Do you have a time trajectory, uh, Zachary, from start to finish? I mean, I'm sure it probably depends upon each individual, but you have an estimated time there. Yeah, depending upon uh, the skill set they come in with, the, the commitment level, and really the ex- some of the experience that they have had in the past. And that could be like they were in sales, so they understand how to communicate with people. Uh, they're in finance, so they understand the, the dynamics of the investment. Depending on that, it's going it, to, some people can do a deal in the first 30 days. And we've seen it four or five deals in the first 30 days, all the way to take somebody, you know, 12 months to do their first real estate transaction. And, and to give you a little bit of perspective before I, I dive into the averages here, our deals are producing roughly $75,000 all three paydays. So what I mean by that is large non-refundable deposit up front, monthly cash flow or residual income. And then in the next three to five to 10 years, you're going to get a large lump sum of the property cashes out. So it's about $75,000 that you're creating. And with our deals that typically take little to no money down on these as well. So we're, we're talking about a, a fantastic return on your investment once you understand, know the skill sets and can implement them on a consistent basis. So when I look at the average student that comes to our program, it takes people roughly 120 days to get their first property under agreement. The first 90 days are very foundational where we help them understand uh, the communication process, the lead generation process, the nurture process. So they're consistently in communication with a motivated seller so we can start working on sending out offers and structuring deals consistently and laying down that foundational pipeline, 120 days to about their first deal. And then what we tend to see is really about a deal every other month or about a deal a month, depending upon the level of commitment and the, the level of time that they have available. And did I understand you correctly, Zachary, when you said that they're averaging about 75000 per deal? Is that, did I... Was that, did I take that correctly? Yep. We've actually averaged out our deals over the past 10 years and they're about $75,000 all three paydays. So uh, the way in which, just break down briefly, the way in which we calculate that is first and foremost, we buy our properties in one of these creative manners, owner financing, lease options, sub two. Then what we do is we work with buyers that need time in order to qualify for loans, which are consistently consistently rising, like the amount of people that need time in order to qualify for a loan is increasing, especially if interest rates increase. Uh, you have buyers that were ready to buy six months ago, cannot buy anymore because their debt-to-income ratio, because interest rates rise so fast. So we work with those buyers. They come up with a non-refundable deposit. So that on average is about $25,000. Then we collect monthly residual income uh, because they're paying us a, a rent payment. On average, that's about $308 per house per month. Then when these properties get cashed out in the future, when our buyers qualify for a mortgage in the future, on average, it's about $35,000 at payday rate. Now, depending on the structure of the deal, it could go from fifty dollars to $250,000 on those three paydays. We've seen some massive deals, especially when we're working in the owner financing or subject to arena. So once we, once we have uh, accomplished that, at $75,000, that then is a established on our books. And then we'll go do another deal, which then stacks upon it and then stacks upon that one. So you get to a point where you're getting three to five to $10,000 of residual income on top of getting large chunks uh, as you grow out your portfolio. Residual, you mean by actual cash flow on a monthly basis? Yeah, exactly. Because we're not landlords. We don't 
Uh, we treat our buyers exactly like their buyers. So we are simply collecting a check each and every month and the difference between our expenses on the property and what we're collecting uh, from our buyers. Well, Zachary, in terms of doing this for uh, your own personal residence, is it possible to do it in for that as well? Alan, I love that you asked that because I know we spoke a lot to the investors, but if somebody happens to be listening to this today and said, hey, I'm one of those buyers that need time in order to qualify for a loan, I would love to be able to put this into play. Well, I did that as my first house. I was a bartender. I just moved into real estate investing, so I'm self-employed now. Uh, the funny thing is I could qualify for more of a loan when I was a bartender than I could when I was self-employed because I was all in the books versus you know when you're, when you're self-employed, you need 24 months of seasoning or banks to be able to prove that you make that much money. So I was, I was actually prospecting for properties for our family company to buy and came across a house that was in the neighborhood or in a, in a very specific area I wanted to live, approached the seller and it took me about, uh, I think it was about 30 days to put it under agreement and then me and my wife and my, I only had one child at the time, my son, who's about one. We moved into that house, lived in that house for almost two years. Instead of qualifying for a loan, we ended up exiting out and selling it traditionally because the market went up. We saw an opportunity to pull out a bunch of equity. So we went ahead and did that and moved out of the house. And that was a six-figure deal in an area that most people would say that you can't do these creative deals or, or would say it'd be difficult to which we're on an island, a tourist area. The property was right on the water. We ended up structuring a very good deal. I put down $2,500 at the time of signing and $2,500 uh, in six months on a, a $475,000 purchase. Ended up selling it for about six fifty. Wow. Wow, interesting. Enlightened investors, an informative conversation today, and I know you've enjoyed it. I look forward to being with you next episode. Zachary, thanks so much for sharing your knowledge and wisdom with us today. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetalker.com.